she's got me hooked now, and so now we're watching Big Love, and maybe she's hinting to you, like, well, uh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> you know, uh, I didn't maybe, think about that. You know, we're yeah, getting uh-oh. married in February. I was about to say she's trying to hint on something before yes. February. Uh, what you got? Can I just test in the water a little? Well, let's practice and bring girls over and let's see what happens, <laughs> and then if it feels like something might happen, wait, we'll talk about it. We make sure you do that live on the yeah. air. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna pay me. I'm getting paid for sponsored, <laughs> sponsored by Suavecito. <laughs> Calm down. It was a joke. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of I'll Have a Double the Podcast, episode 19 of In This Piece. I'm Juan B. I'm J Rod. What is going on, you, sir? Man, not too much. What about you? How's your week been? Man, I had a, I had a weird week. I, um,. Just to let people know out there, like, you know, especially people that start getting older, like, if you start having issues with your body, like, you start having whether it's heart issues or whatever, take your ass to the doctor and let someone that knows what they're doing to check you out, to give you the nod to say, you good, you know, we'll keep an eye on it, but you good. And uh, so many times you have people that may have worse problems because they just don't want to go to the doctor. And so um, I had to go to the doctor. I had some some issues going on and uh, I had to go and get the nod from the doctor and the doctor had to go. You good? I'm like, all right. That's all I need to know. Yeah. I can deal with the problem. As long as you're telling me I'm good, hey, I, I can deal with the rest. But sometimes we we want to just deal and self-diagnose and go to WebMD, <laughs> which usually WebMD is going to tell you de- you're going to die. Yeah. So I got the sniffles, WebMD. Oh, that's a sign that you're going to die. Let's or, call it nasal, nasal cancer. You're going to die. Or mm-hmm. just ignore it until it's like, oh, wait, no, that's turning black. Yeah. yeah. And Robitussin just ain't doing it no more. Uh-uh. Yeah. I, I found out this week I don't have hepatitis B or C. That's good. Hey, oh, nice. you know what? Hey, that's a cause for celebration. Thank you. Exactly. Thank you yeah. very much. Only grade A for you, my friend. Thank you very much. A flower blooms every <laughs> time. I don't like to brag. Time. I don't yeah. like to brag, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you make people happy. Like I said, a flower blooms every time you're free of hepatitis. <laughs> so, um, so Jack, man, we are not here by ourselves. We are not. We've got uh, Sean Russell here, and he... Uh, he and who are you, Sean? I'm I'm free of hepatitis B and C. <laughs> yes, free of hepatitis B and C. To, be, to reiterate, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still the lead singer of the Cutthroat Finches at That's... this moment uh, from uh, Fort Worth, Texas. Now, so. uh, I I did read that you just had an article in the Dallas Observer. Uh, yes, just recently. And, yeah. Uh, what they cover for that? Well, they they were asking me about you know the, the writing a concept a lot of questions about writing a concept album and the writing part of of all of that and and how different it was which it was it was it was awesome so the album's called In Event of Moon Disaster and we got to talk about you know we got to we got to have Space Geek talk which is a favorite you know okay. nerdy yeah passion I mean I I <laughs> like when I was researching I definitely rabbit holed so he was asking we were asking very detailed questions like like conspiracies about cutoff switches to kill the astronauts in Apollo 11 in case wow. they got stuck Ooh, on the moon, for instance. Right wow. Yeah. What about the fact that they didn't go to the moon? You got to talk about that? We did not discuss that. Yeah. I mean, no one no one wants to talk about that. <laughs> I know. There was no moon. It, yeah. it didn't happen. Yeah. Okay? It didn't yeah. go. That's true. Sorry, guys. Spoiler alert. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. That, that that's what we came to the conclusion. No. <laughs> you know, it was it was it was good though. It was it was great. I mean, the observer has been good. Actually, I was going to say shout out to the observer because the Observer has been really good to Fort Worth musicians. I mean, there's, uh, you know, I, I of course follow these things because we used to bitch and complain about, you know, the Observer never covering us, mm-hmm. never paying attention, and now we're getting a lot of attention, 
And I just hope the Fort Worth Press returns some of the love so we keep getting it from Dallas ourselves. <laughs> Dude, I'm the king of shout-outs on this show, and he's already starting out with shout-outs. Look at that. <laughs> you're part of the show already. But we're going to dive into all of that good stuff. We're going to dive into what you're doing now, what you've been doing, how'd you get where you are, uh, some of the stuff you did with on the road and mm-hmm. what you used to do on the road and your personal life. We're going to get into all that stuff. But right now, be sure to follow us on I'll Have a Double Podcast on Instagram and I'll Have a Double Podcast. On Facebook, we did a little Facebook Live earlier. You actually performed, which was awesome. We're gonna, we'll probably do that again. Are we gonna do that again? Yes, we're gonna do we're, that. Again. We're gonna do that again uh, in this episode. Um, but also, uh, make sure you subscribe. Uh, also, uh, send us, give some likes, hollow at us, DM us, um, engage with us. You know, we, we're welcoming more people to engage, and that, because that's what's gonna get the attention of the other people around to engage. We'll engage with you. You engage with us, and uh, yeah, and shout out to all the new listeners. We got a lot, of, a lot of more new listeners from last week. And um, yeah, man, we're we're having a blast, and uh, so man, yeah, I, I am excited where we're going. Thank you for once again coming out and hanging out yeah. with us. And uh, Jared, what are we drinking? You know, I was actually going to uh, to ask you what we're drinking. I, it looks, smells, you know, tastes, looks like it's a fantastic añejo tequila. Mm, suavecito. Desame. Yeah, I know I'm beating up the song, so apologize. Yeah, so I went to, um, actually I went to Greccio's, uh open mic one, one weekend, and it was at Rawson Hall. And I went over to the bar, and I was looking for a tequila. Um, Heidi was like, hey, I want tequila. So I was like, okay. And so I saw Don Julio, and he said, eh, that's good. And, you know, always good for Don Julio. But have you tried this? I said, no. He said, I'll give you a free shot. I said, well, of course I want to try it. <laughs> yeah. And it was called Suavecito. And I was like, sure. And he gave it to me. And, man, let me tell you, the angels sung. And I heard bur- uh, bells ringing. Clouds parted. Oh, the man. sun shone down. Yeah, and there was like a little fairy, yeah. like, floating around. I'm angels like, hey, with fairy. harps. You know, she's flying around my head, tickling my ear. Oh, it was amazing. And so uh, I wanted to bring this, guys, because uh, it's a celebration of you and your hat and your beard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so I want to do this. So, uh, man, uh, I want everybody to try it. I want to do it live. And once you guys try it, you won't hurt my feelings. And you might affect the fact that we might not ever be able to get Suavecito as a as a uh, you know sponsor. But, hey, whatever. So uh, well, cheers. we're going to do a cheers here. Thanks for coming. Cheers. Yeah. And we're, we're in Jared's new new spot, by the way, too. So uh, this is our first. That's why it's quiet, because we're actually in, in a quiet location. So. Yeah, it's our little home studio here in the, the historic Junius Heights. Yeah. yeah. So uh, cheers, and uh, tell me what you think, guys. Cheers. Here we go. Cheers. cheers. Talk to me. What's the first thing that popped in your head? It's. In, I, I was going to say that it's probably one of the smoothest tequilas. Like, it's really got a smooth... I think people have uh, people that don't drink a lot of tequila, and have never had good tequila, and yeah. just shoot it. It's like they're trying to cover it with salt and lime because the taste is so obnoxious. Yep. And this is definitely a great sip, and we're just drinking it straight on the rocks. Yes, we are. It is it is really smooth. Oh wow, yeah. All right, uh, Mr. Connoisseur over here. What what are you thinking, Mr. Look, he's over there. He's still swirling around his mouth, and he's like gargling yeah. and. Yeah, exactly. He's making weird body gestures. Why are you holding? Why are you holding your finger up? Like, what are you trying to test the wind for? What does that have to do with it? Yeah. Uh, so this is a añejo tequila that tastes like a Hoven, because it's very, very, very smooth. The tastes are very muted. They're more like undertones. And the strongest one that comes through is as if it were a real sugary agave flavor. Mm, there you go. Rather than the the smoky chard that you would normally get. So it's that's why it looks like an añejo, but it tastes like a sweet hoven. Mm. Yeah. 
It reminds me a lot of a good smooth bourbon too, like the sweet, like you know, a bourbon whiskey that has that sweeter flavors that come through. Yeah, but also a little bit of the smoke, you know, you get in there too. That's See, nice. I, I'm not getting you any of the smoke. smoke in I don't here, really though. get the smoke. Yeah, I, really? I don't. I don't. Really, yeah, I'm not really no. feeling the smoke. Yeah, it's I, uh, instead of it being a very crisp Hoven, I'd say it's a. Uh, it, it's just not as crisp like a Hoven would be. But well, what it, what is a Hoven? Sorry for the so, uh, uh, for the novice. So well, his name was Jay Z, but he goes by Hoven. Oh, <laughs> I see. Uh, that's that's <laughs> his nickname. So. No, so a Hoven tequila is something that is distilled for a less period of time than like a blanco or okay. a plato okay. or silver. I see. So it's real young. It's real sweet. I thought that usually though makes them more like kind of like that 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 strong kick, like you know, like. That's uh, that's where you kind of get that moonshine in there because yeah, yeah. it's not distilled as smoothly. Right. Yeah. Uh, but that's why you'll get uh, Hovens when they're done properly. They're blended and they're done to it so it comes out really smooth hmm. and crisp. But th- this is like a, I'm not going to say a buttery Hoven, but it's <laughs> it's like <laughs> the, the, the it, it kind of still tastes the same, but it's like the, the edges are rounded. You mm-hmm. know, it's just smoother. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I, I check this out um, on the bottle. It's like cowhide. Look, look, mm-hmm. the, the, look that's just yeah, I love that. Yeah, uh, and you so can, can play see, football with it. Like yeah, after and and so when you get too drunk, you can still hold on to it. You won't right. drop it. Yeah, I think that's the important part. Yeah. Sorry, I, yeah, I see stuff like that. Just reminds me of corsets. Well, it does. Yeah, yeah, it does have a little Uh-oh. corset on the back there. Of course, Jared gonna point yeah. out the corset thing. He's hanging. He's he's heading to Bone Town already. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was I was scamming through Netflix um, um, last week and. And um, my girl was like, hey, uh, I want to watch this show. This show is awesome. And it was The Five Wives. And that's an old show, but it's now Netflix. And I think TLC, it used to be on TLC like back in the day, like 2013, 2014. And, and now it's on Netflix. And so it's about this guy. He has five wives. Of course, he's in oh, Utah. Gosh. He has five wives, which he doesn't love himself at all. Five <laughs> wives. Uh, like the reality show, right? This is a- yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, but they all have at least five plus kids mm. so there's 27 kids in the house mm. so there's five <laughs> and so each night he switches you know who he hangs out with and then on birthdays they get a, uh, a, a extra day on their birthday um but one of the women is the same birthday as his so even though it might not fall on her day she still gets another day mm-hmm. and of course all the other women get all upset and stuff so my girl's gotten so caught up in it we start watching uh, big love you know, Big Love's oh, yeah. on HBO, so yeah. she's she is hooked on this whole yes. lifestyle. And yeah. man, I'm just sitting there thinking, like, could I could I even do two wives? Like, yeah. if it was just something to do, like, is there any way I could do two? Like, one house, mm-hmm. I'll go I'll go across the street, and then that's her, and I got yeah. their family. And I go, all right, I'll see you all tomorrow. Yeah. Gonna go hang out with her tonight. That sounds like a nightmare to me. That sounds yeah. like a freaking nightmare. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, that that's I, and I I got hooked on Big. I watched the whole the whole Big Love deal. Don't too. spoil it. We just started. I, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it it is definitely. Uh, it, I I I thought about that as I was watching it too, and I just thought. I couldn't put up with the guilt of every time I walk out of that room and they know where I'm going. They know and what where I'm you're going. going to do. Like, come well, on. Well, sometimes they'll be in the same room and no, go, all right, and he'll grab no. one and they'll walk out of the door together. No, see y'all tomorrow. No. And there was one scene in Big Love where they could hear them fucking mm. in the other room. They go, they get all the kids inside, get them get inside. So <sighs> someone's being too loud. I'm just like, oh, that's yeah. just, that is just, I mean, we're not talking about having a chick on the side type thing, no, yeah, yeah. which is what normal in, people do. In full display, like, <laughs> yes. you know, full yeah. transparency, no, no. you know, not hiding anything yeah. at all. Yeah, like, no. all right, it's your night. Let's go. 
Yeah, yeah. You're no, up. I know. Because also, <laughs> if you think about it, there's probably shared chores. So maybe wife number one or wife number two is doing the laundry for the day. Yeah. And you yeah. learn a lot through laundry. Yeah. Oh. So. I remember having the discussion. Can you imagine if the tables would turn and be like, like, like the wife has multiple husbands? Oh, it would no, never you, no, happen no, on no, this planet. It would no, never happen. No, not unless you remove testosterone from <laughs> you're the, it. You're, you're like, the Ken doll. You're, you're, you're literally the Ken yeah. doll. You're the Ken doll. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're, you're done. There's nothing there. No, we, we are we are too possessive. We are too ownership. We are too just, yeah, no. Uh, yeah. I would I would love to do like a skit and on yeah. that, though. Just, just flip it. I know. It, I know. And just and have how the, weird have the, it would be. Oh, that would be so weird. Oh. And I just, yeah, there was so many, I have so many questions. I'm like, I don't understand, like, even, like, the sex part. It's like, so, I guess, I guess there's no condoms because there's plenty of kids. But, like, mm. you're literally knowing that you're with this guy or this oh. woman at 12 o'clock. And then your time starts at a certain time. Like, I think on Big Love, it was, like, 9 to 9 or something yeah, like yeah. that. So, you're like, okay, 9.05. So, he's probably fucking at 8.58. Yeah. And then now come to you. And then by 9.35, yeah. he's fucking something. I just, man, I'm. I, I'm baffled. It's, it's just a baffling world. I just couldn't imagine he, yeah. him getting yelled at by one girl because she's like, you know, you don't spend enough time with me. And then he goes to the other girl. And she goes, you don't spend enough time with me. Can you imagine doubling or tripling yeah. or or five-timing, like, getting yelled at for, like, not yeah. giving up enough time? Or I mean, I just... And plus, the big love version of it is this very. It's like it's like they picked the idyllic version of it, like as if you could have yeah. three houses where everything's separate. With you know, a pool in the middle, yeah, yeah and, 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 a pool. and you know, in reality, it's just one big ass dump house with a terrible <laughs> add-on in the back, and that's yeah. second wife's bedroom. And it's like I was gonna say one of those aluminum sheds, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's just there's just a. Uh, and you got to make. I mean, how much money do you have to make to support? Yes. Uh, you know, with that with that five Y show. How I many? I mean. Like what? Thirty people? Well, the good news is they never go to the doctor. I mean, like they kind of just figure that they don't want their secret to be found out. So. <laughs> well, there's that. <laughs> yeah, oh. they, they die off quick and young usually in those uh, circles. So I, I just like I said, I just couldn't imagine that type of world, and I just couldn't imagine like you know dealing with the responsibility of not one, not two, not three. <laughs> Sound like LeBron? But yeah, I just I just couldn't imagine <laughs> dealing with. All of those, all, all of that estrogen, all you know, that time of the month, and just you got triplet because you know that them being together, you know, that cycles are probably the same. He has nowhere to run, <laughs> nowhere to hide. <laughs> well, well, you gives know, you something to aspire to, though, right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, well, I'm good. <laughs> well, now hold on, because just hold on one second. Hold up. So, what we're talking about is what every guy says their fantasy is, which is always two girls and one guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, but. It's taken a, a step further from a, a sexual fantasy and do like an actual real lasting yeah, relationship. Not marrying, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's 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 not that it's just you're you're having fun with two chicks and then that's it. It's like no, this is your you know till death do all of us part. And that's the thing. And and so imagine having to please two women per day, Impossible. like throughout the entire day, with yeah. all the little idiosyncrasies that each and every single one have. Like it's hard enough just to make one woman happy. Yeah, I mean, I you literally know. be like a quarterback, you know, with the playbook like on my wrist. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm, I'm with this girl, like, okay, let me go up this, which, 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 page three. Okay, yeah, we, yeah, we gotta run, yeah, we gotta run a different place. We gotta like, run the old thirty two well, yeah, 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 we gotta, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we gotta throw the ball a little bit more on this one. Like, yeah, we're gonna have to run inside on this one. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm literally got a playbook that I'm like going with, going. Okay, who am I with? Okay, yeah, we gotta run that playbook. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it, I, like you said, you think about the whole like hooking up with girls, but then the fact that you're talking about like dealing with the day to day, and then it's funny that even on the show, like the whole thought of like, hey, how about me and all five of y'all, and you know, I just you know 
take my penis out and y'all just rotate, you know? They were like, oh my gosh, no. Like, like heaven forbids, no. Like, that's where they draw the line. Yeah, like, that's the line. I'll marry you and have kids with you along with them, but I am not having sex around with all these other women. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we're not going to walk around with short skirts on either because, you know, hey, you know, we, we, we have our morals. <laughs> that's so, right. <laughs> or, or wear whorish makeup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or the Satan's make, makeup, mm-hmm. you know? But, oh, man, so... She's got me hooked now, and so now we're watching Big Love, and maybe she's hinting to you, like, well, uh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> you know, uh, I didn't maybe, think about that. You know, we are yeah, getting uh-oh. married in February. I was about to say uh-oh. she's trying to hint on something before yes. February. Uh, what you got? I'm testing the water. Like, well, well, let's practice and bring girls over and uh-oh. see what happens, <laughs> and then if it feels like something might happen, wait, we'll talk about it. We make sure you do that live on the yeah. air. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna pay me. I'm getting paid for sponsored, <laughs> sponsored by Suavecito. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, because Juan, that's exactly what would happen. You'd bring some girl over just to kind of see around. You'd poke and everything. you have a little candid conversation about it after a couple of drinks. It's mm-hmm. like, ooh, would that be fun or not? Well, what do you really think? Are you kind of serious? Well, I'm kind of serious. You know, I mean, it depends on, are you serious? I mean, I could think about it. Well, why don't we think about it, talk about it a little bit? Well, talk about it where? Well, and then you just kind of keep the whole conversation going because then it's... Mm-hmm. She feels safe to express. It's like, actually, if he's saying it's okay for me to want that and to talk about it openly, then she'd start setting Sean. some of the base foundations. Sean, it sounds like Jared is, is all about this life. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I think that's I think he I think he I think this was brought up so he can test water to tell us. Have something you noticed that, that the whole time while we're we're both looking yeah. at each other going, This is crazy, this is this he's being quiet over yeah, well, there. Well he's like, right he's writing notes over there, like okay, don't say this. Okay, he hasn't said a word. Yeah. He is quiet. <laughs> he, yeah, he has no moral stance on this. Just I'm thinking we're all gonna be like, Yeah and Jared's like La la la! He's like looking all over the, in the distance over here. He's already he's already in the wife number three. He's got it all working. Yeah, he's he's like, like just trying to like you know ease us into this. Yeah, he's like, well, five might be a little too far. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just that's what, yeah, that's where he wants to draw the line. He wants us to agree. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, so uh, yeah, if you haven't seen Five Wives on Netflix, um, you need to check that out because I, I just thought it was it was great. But um, let's talk about Sean. Let's talk about Sean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to be clear. I have one wife. I mean, that's not why I was invited on the show. I, I want to yeah, make we sure. We didn't tell you what the show was going to be about. Again, yeah, yeah. again, hep free and one wife. Okay, just making sure. Anti polygamous over here. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know why I got the test. That was, was I was walking out the door. My wife says, "Hey, take this mail," and I open it up, and it's like a test result that I was negative for Hep B and C. And I was like, "Well, I guess that's, that's good, good news." That's, yeah. That's good. I mean, wait, yeah. do you not remember taking it? Well, I, I remember I went in for my like regular physical, okay, yeah, you know, yeah. and so I, it was like the last thing I was like, why did he think he had to run a hep B and C test on me? It was like, what? You said you were a musician. That's I, what happened. I guess. Oh, you're, you're, you're in a band. <laughs> yeah, we need to test you for everything. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. Run, run up the full board. I mean, I was just... <laughs> I was like, what was what was the indicator on that? Like, it's called the musician special. I was like, was I, am I kind of yellow? Like, kind of peaked? Like, I, I mean, what does it look like when you're kind of coming down with a Hep B or C? I don't know. Like, I couldn't tell you actually. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't know too much about that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, where can we hear you here locally? Like, uh, yeah. uh, where have you played? Where'd you kind of come up playing? You know, you sure. said you had some. Older stories about, uh, you know, down at Deep Ellum and yeah. at Lower Greenville area. You're going to be over at Twilight with uh, 
you know, I love Madison there. Oh, yeah. known her forever since she was bartending at uh, City Tavern. Yeah, Andrew uh, makes the old-fashioned to die for out there. He's, it's Ooh. still, Andrew Speaking makes. my language. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he makes, uh, he makes the best old-fashioned, I think, in, in DFW. Well, I got, well, I got to go now. Yeah. Whenever someone say that, then, like, oh, I got to go. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's worth a try. I mean, every time I make it, every time they're making it, it's always, like, busy as hell and. And then here comes a dickhead with a beard that wants a <laughs> wants an old fashioned. You know, it's like I feel like that, but he makes it and he does such a great job. And I don't know that I love that. I love that. I love playing lounges like that. There's other you know places that are more suited for like a rock band, but I love you know that part of Deep Ellum and how it is now versus how it was you know years ago when you know you and I were playing in there. It got a little rough down there for a yeah. while. But um, but the uh, but yeah, we played like the Twilight Lounge. We played the Granada, and 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 around uh, the you know the Kessler was one of my favorite dream check boxes to play. Um, <laughs> so we're playing uh, we're playing the Fort Worth Arts Goggle. If you if you've never heard of it, um, it's a huge free you know open streets kind of deal, sort of like the Deep Ellum Music Festival, except there's not a person from California that owns it and it steals all the money out of Dallas. <laughs> so, um, but but the uh, the arts goggle is is just, you know, you get to see a lot of Fort Worth music for free and just hop around and see a lot of different things. So we're playing there the Octo- October 19th, and then we're back in Dallas, like I said, the 25th. So that's the local stuff I've got going. Nice. So Nice. Yeah. So uh, earlier in uh, our uh, Facebook Live segment, mm-hmm. I asked you what one of your uh, your craziest craziest loadout stories were, uh, from being out on the road, closing out, cashing out with a bartender. Yes. You know, um, my my craziest one was closing out. It was in Tyler, Texas, and he had booked us last minute. He agreed to our fee. He signed the contract, and it was a twelve hundred dollar guarantee. And like we played our asses off, we sold a whole bunch. We we're gonna get a bonus off the bar, and he didn't realize how much he was actually gonna have to pay us. Yeah. And so he came out and he said, "All right, well, here's 500 bucks cash, or no? He said 600 bucks cash. Each one of you gets a bill, and uh, here's a like a quarter of meth. Mm. We'll call it nice. even. Yeah. How much was it, how much was meth worth? Oh, that's <laughs> the thing. I, I, I talking I, like high quality uh, ice. Yeah, I like, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and I and I looked at him and he well, thought Heisenberg. Did he make this? Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. yeah where, where does it come from? Yeah. And and he thought that me hesitating was me like trying to like hardball negotiate with yeah. him. And he's like, all right, all right, fine. You can take the bartender back to the hotel with you too. Ooh, whoa. What does she look like? You know, at uh, two thirty in the morning. She looked like right. a pack. She looked like a pack of Winston's. <laughs> I'd I'd say about smell a, like a pack of Winston's. I'd say about a six and a half or a seven with the lights on, with the oh. bar lights on. So, I'm, how is, so all right, all right, let's do the math. So the math is worth how much? I, that's the thing I, I have we're no not, idea. We're not sure a street value. We're not sure. Yeah. But then and then the girl was worth how much? I, again, I don't so, know how much human trafficking <laughs> in those prices goes. No yeah, idea. Yeah. yeah. So that was one of my good value going rate for the human trafficking. <laughs> and so I'm I'm looking at him again. Sounds like a big payout. And because <laughs> I I'm not going to accept that. But I, so I get up I to turn around and uh, and talk to the rest of the guys. And as soon as I get up, that's when my drummers walk in. And he goes, "We'll take it." And he just grabs the meth. <laughs> oh, I think he grabbed her <laughs> and yeah. her. And then yeah. he goes to start to grab the girl. And so we all, we all have to <laughs> grab the drummer, haul him back in, and yeah. then uh, kind of strong arm the the yeah the yeah. venue owner to get us 
paid out our, our full amount. So that's that's one of my craziest closeout stories. Yeah. Uh, at, at the end of the night. So how many uh, meth and waitresses have you uh, taken home after? Uh, <laughs> you know, he did remind me of a story the, the first time. So there's a band in Fort Worth called Calhoun um, that um, that we got to go to. We, we actually toured England. We got to go around the UK and play just like for about two weeks. Oh, nice. And we played in a place called Skelmersdale, which is between uh, Manchester and Liverpool, like right in the middle. So it's like the suburbs for those. And also the Verve is from there, which every single person in the city will tell you that the Verve is from there. When you meet them, like, you know, the, and they talk like the kind of that mixed Irish, mm-hmm. you know, accent. They're more on the Irish side. I okay. It sounded like, so they're like, like, you know, the Verve is from here. And they're like, you're from Texas. You weren't like him. I'm a fucking socialist. It's like, can, can I just, can I unload my guitar out of the car? Like first, before we have a political discussion and. <laughs> but we were offered ex- exorbitant amounts of methamphetamine at wow. that show. Man. So cheers to you guys. <laughs> I, I will cheers say, to the old Toby Inn. <laughs> that's, that's been the closest I've ever been to me- The only time I've ever been present near meth before. Like, Yeah. I didn't even ne- know what he was. I thought it was cocaine. He just cut it out on the toilet, on the back of the toilet like a... Like, I don't even want to piss in that toilet. You're wanting to put stuff in my body from the back of the toilet. It, it's, it felt like an episode of Snatch. It, like, like, oh, like, it was kind of yeah, like we were yeah, in yeah. kind of like some back room and, and some, yeah. like, you know, weird gypsy, you know, meth was being exchanged. But, but my, I did think of a better loadout story, and that was that my first time to play South by, I was so excited. I mean, mm. I like couldn't wait to go down. And, in South by for musicians is something that you almost have to do because if you don't, then people wonder why you didn't get invited to play South by, which sucks. Um, and then when you play it, it's like, um, I mean, I still think there's good things that come out of it and everything like that. It's just that as a musician, it's a, it's a tough deal because you can't park anywhere close to the venue. Nope. And so you're hauling that, you know, hundreds of pounds of gear for a free show that no one's getting paid for. Yeah. Right. But this show was the worst piece of shit show I've ever played. Um, and it was at a place that is, thank God has been closed down called the treasure Island pirate bar. It was well, literally the name alone. The problem that you know what you're about to get into. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I kept thinking there, it was probably some cheeky Austin weird thing, you know, like something like cheer up Charlie. The bouncer got a patch on his eye. Yeah, exactly. Something, but it was just funny. It was just them being funny, smart assy, whatever, you know, but it was literal pirate bar. I mean, we came in and it is a, the entire bar is shaped like a giant pirate ship. Oh, of course. Yeah. Why not? And, uh, and while we're playing, as we set up, so this is quarter beers. They still can't get anybody into the bar. And um, <laughs> on six, like right on dirty quarter six. Quarter beer still can't get anybody in. Dirty six. Yeah, quarter beer. And, um, and like it's like three of our friends in there, and they basically block out. And, and then a puppet show forms spontaneously in the window, blocking the entryway to the bar so no one can even get in. And more people are watching the pirate shows. So basically... We had about a 10-song set. We got six and a half songs in, and I was just like, you know what? <laughs> band called Swerve Drivers playing across the street later. Let's get the fuck out of here and Let's go this. watch the puppet show. So we did. We were just like amps off, boom, parked them over on the side and walked across the street. Oh. Like, we are out, and thank you, South By. <laughs> <laughs> Make you say you did it. That was the worst. That was like that was like getting paid negatively, like a negative wow. payout. So yeah. just all torture and no payoff. <laughs> For those of you kids, you want to get into the business. This yeah. is the kind of shit you'd be dealing with. The glorious <laughs> music business. Yeah. Well, you know, speaking of business, you know, you do uh, kind of have two lives in this. You know. Sure. Sure. I mean, uh, the music business is run by idiots, first of all. I mean, they're the worst business people I've ever talked to or dealt with. And I'm not talking about hand, hand-drawn records in Dallas are run by, is run by, you know, real business people. It's... But it, but it's like the the business has just hoard itself to a point to where you know you can't 
it's it just they've made it really tough on themselves and and kind of ruined the product so by the way not that i'm against digital and streaming and all that stuff it's like it has its place and everything but it's kind of like it is so hard like the idea of like getting a million plays on anything Mm -hmm. and only getting paid like 10 grand it's like a million people listen to this song and i'm walking away with maybe a couple thousand dollars if i don't have to split that with a label um so um, I, I, I work with hand on records on projects. Um, also outside of my own, some of the other bands that are on there, I kind of help them out with stuff. I'm also part owner in mass, which is Maine at Southside. It's a great venue in Fort Worth. Kind of, kind of like trees, like a two story mm. big building where you can be big and loud and about 200 people capacity. It's all owned by musicians. And then my, my job, I always joke with people. I'm like, man, you want to support local music? Like, let me refinance your mortgage or, or <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if I can get some kind of financing deal going with you, a mortgage and related to housing or help you build a house or remodel a house around here, like, buy my record, please. But if I can refinance your house, I can buy a lot more records. <laughs> it's like, if I can just have your name, social, birthday, yeah. and address, let me run a credit report, I can exactly. refine, get you a line of credit. I'll you give know. you a free record. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. I'll give you one. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, but you know, it really, you asked if it crossover, it definitely does. I mean, it's the music business, if you really want to make, I think most bands that haven't made it, they don't make it because everybody wants to be in the music business, but nobody wants to take care of the business, you know. Mm. And so there's a lot better bands that, you know, they fall into all the cliche, you know, alcohol, drugs, and all the BS that, meth. you know. <laughs> meth. Well, it's hard to not do the math when they're right. handing it to you. He's going, we can't pay you, but here's meth. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> By the way, to, to, just to reiterate, I said no to that. I turned that down. You sure when a soft yeah, maybe? Yeah, seemed like, seemed like it was a soft maybe. Whatever it takes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know, it's just, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, you have to be an entrepreneur. It's, it, it's like, you know, it's like uh, you've got to have every bit of, You've got to be able to sell what you're doing, and you've got to you've got to make smart decisions about what you're doing. It's almost like a label. Why would they be interested in you if you didn't already have everything going, and they can just make it bigger? A label just can make what you're doing bigger. So if you're not already marketing, and you're not already branding yourself, you're not already creating something on your own at the local or regional level, why would a label be interested in you? And people have this idea that I just write a good song, and a label can make it badass. It's like, well, look at look at all these you know stars from all these you know singing shows like mm-hmm. how many of them yeah. can you even name and yeah. there's these people were in front of sometimes 11 to 20 million people on a given night and we can't even name them now because they just fell off the face of the earth after it's like but that's because they never were taught how to do the business they never yeah. grew up into it they just became a star and then they burned out just as fast you know mm-hmm. so i i think that's you know I, like I said, I think I think it crosses over for me. Like what I've learned in business and how to market and how to be smart and and just be uh, kind of um, structured, you know, um, definitely has has helped with every single thing else, you know, that I've done in music. So I I kind of see them as kind of the same. It's the same part of my brain that makes both of them work, you know. Mm-hmm. So so I, I see that. So you have a nine to five. Mm-hmm. Then you have your music, mm-hmm. but I see a ring on your finger. Yes, so you so I'm 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 doing the math of the hours of the day, and I'm well, like, so is she. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, uh, when did you have time to do that? So well, luckily, she must be an amazing woman. She is. She is an amazing woman. She luckily she she's a photographer, and in fact, she's at an event, you know, shooting tonight um, out in Fort Worth. Okay, but, um, uh, but yeah, I mean, like we when we you know when we. Uh, it, it is, I would just say that being a musician and dating a musician on either side, whichever side it is, it is like an adulterous affair almost at, at times. And I think it would be mm-hmm. really hard. I mean, 
um, I I was already doing that, you know, when yeah, I met her. Right. So she kind of understood that it's part that it wasn't me. But yeah, it's a. I, I mean, just this morning we were cleaning up, trying to figure out how to get cupcakes off of a of a um, <laughs> from a video shoot that we're supposed to clean up from a public park where there's cupcake crap like just all over this ground we can't get it off so we had to hire a power washer she was out there with me trying to scrub this concrete i was like man i drag you into some terrible shit <laughs> i'm so sorry Damn. i did this to you yeah i was like this is supposed to be a fun video shoot now we're out here because that shit just baked right onto the concrete this last weekend and from a video shoot and she's out having to scrape concrete cra- i mean a cupcake crap off of a <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, how do you get, how did you end up here? As well? I'm looking at her. That was a yeah. down chick. That's what that's called. That's called a down ass chick. Yes. Well, I, have, I have better stories that are worthy of her, uh, her great <laughs> intestinal fortitude and strength and tolerance for stupidity that I bring. <laughs> he's, he's such a musical artist. Did you see how the words he used for that? Like, that was just so articulate. You know, I, that sounds like a song. <laughs> well, that's you know, right. something I was going to ask about, you know, because like one said, where's a ring? You know, amazing woman. Yeah very lucky and everything else but especially out on the road like you've got a a rugged look about you describe as either like a a cross between hipster chic and lumber sexual (laughs) i mean just uh, honest opinion Mm -hmm. uh i'm sure women probably do hit on to you or come on to you or or or, or those types of things how do you how do you handle that out there uh, yeah. I mean, All just the besides and waitresses, yeah. you know, <laughs> besides it being just, you know, it's flattering. Yeah. yeah. But how do, how do you deflect? You know, how, how sure. do you do stuff like that? Well, I would say, first of all, a lot of times she's with me by choice just because I like I I like I love. Tra- I mean, for me as a musician, that's the good thing, because I have a good nine to five. I don't have to whore myself the way yeah. a lot of people that are just trying to quit their day job. Yep. and They'll just do anything. It's like I'm not into that whole life. I. Music would never support the life that I want, or let yeah. alone health insurance. God yeah. forbid, you know. <laughs> exactly. So, um, uh, so I like she. She's with me on a lot of it because I mean the travel, like to the, you know overseas or wherever else. It's like it's an excuse and getting to see that. I mean, seriously, anytime you come to a city and you get to connect to the music and the food, you know, yeah. man, then. I mean, the, the attractions and the tourist crap and everything, that stuff comes and goes, and you get your picture and you post it on Facebook, but it's the food and the music that gives mm-hmm. you. A connection to the city you well, know it's so there's so much emotion uh that's that's tied into music Both. and food yeah you know, for experiences it and it's they they all weave in together and that's where things get real yeah you know? so yeah no i agree and, and so so i would say on the subject of i have very good boundaries first of all <laughs> secondly i act like i have no idea what's going on all the time so that i'm completely unaware i've learned that move like that's the only move that i have i told you guys yeah. you know when we were talking on facebook live you know, I think that I don't actually, I never have had any moves. I didn't even, I wasn't even sure how to make my wife aware that I was interested in her. I think I was literally getting slid into the friend zone because I <laughs> was so move less, you know? Yeah. But, um, but one good move, you know, that, that has saved me from that is, is that, you know, is that I, I just act oblivious and, and don't pay attention. I always kind of, kind of like when I play, I look just over everyone's heads, mm-hmm. but I make it look like I'm oh, yeah, looking yeah, at yeah, them. Yeah. But I'm really watching the TV in the back of the room usually as I'm playing. <laughs> as a game or, on, hey, hey, watching it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it's avoid eye contact. That's number one rule. I you know just to list them out, but you know <laughs> that's a big one. I, yeah, I, I can just see them like I want to do that. You're like what? You want to do what? I want to fuck you. You want to do what? I, yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. What? No, nah, I, I don't know what you're saying. I don't know yeah. what you're saying. Why are you top up? You hot? <laughs> hey, we need to turn the AC up in here because she's hot. She's taking the clothes off. Yeah. Turn the AC up. Yeah. Turn it up. 
<laughs> yeah. No, it's 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 like like it's it's a it's always a strange thing, especially when it's. I mean, I got I got married young, I had kids young, so it's also really awkward because a lot of girls at things that are really young. And I'm like, I, I, that's all I can think of. That's yeah. the other. It, it might be my daughter friend yeah. out here. Yeah, exactly. That's the other force field. Is that mm. is that you know so. Yeah, that well, that'll do it. Yeah, yeah. I got a couple layers working in my favor to keep me <laughs> yeah. straight. You know. <laughs> Oh yeah, I, I I can I can only imagine um, some of the things you have to deal with. But do you could you picture yourself with someone that may not have been in the industry or had knowledge of the industry? Sure. Do you think that could work? You know, I think being married to somebody creative is definitely. I mean, it helps because she understands how my brain works a little better. Yeah. You know, um, I would say that um, I, I I don't think I don't think somebody that didn't have some aspiration is something creative. It would be hard for me to imagine if you're really wanting to accomplish things and really going after or chasing a dream or something like that. Like I said, it's, it, it would be hard to understand how they are so passionate about that. And then sometimes they're not as passionate about you and you're not, to, yeah. it's, it's like I said, it's, it feels like adultery, you know, it yeah. feels like you're cheating Yeah. because in your mind, they can see like when you put your mind to something, how you can drive at it and you can drive at it and you can stay focused on it. And you just, and then in your relationship with them, they don't see the same effort. And they, they if they don't understand how, you know, your brain works, yes. they don't understand that aspect of it. I, I just, it'd be hard to imagine it working out. And The, the balance, uh, I mean, well, see, here's the thing. And I think what people sometimes uh, don't realize, they always think balance is 50-50. Mm -hmm. it, it's not necessarily, that's not what, that's not necessarily sure. what balance is. Balance yeah. is the time that I put into this. At some point, I'll put the most, uh, that other time mm -hmm. on this side, but it's not a balance. It's not, okay, eight hours here, eight hours here. Sure. No, it might be 16 hours one day, yeah. but then you'll get 16 hours at some point. Yeah. Yeah. But, and I, and I think, you know, what happens in relationships, like you said, he's like, well, where, why don't you put that much attention and interest in yeah. me yeah. as you are in your, in your, oh, in yeah. your industry? And yeah. then, like you said, if you don't have someone that kind of thinks the same way, yeah. You can't explain that. Like there's yeah. something that they just they just will never sure. understand. Um, it, it's also you you know you can't be with somebody where you feel like you're just being tolerated for what you're doing either. Like they're just letting you have your little. That's nice. Your yeah. little yeah. That's yeah. cute. That's the mo that's the most demeaning thing, um, because it makes it you know so that, that's why it's it's you know it's a talk you should really have. And I think if you're dating somebody that's creative or has aspirations, even doing like what you you know what you guys are doing or in any kind of this yeah. media creative anything, it's like you're. It's like I think if 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 they're wanting just the traditional grind, like you're going to work your nine to five and have great benefits and a four hundred one k, and you're going to retire at age sixty five, it's mm -hmm. like, don't jump on this train, you know. Like yeah. this is no. not the train you want to be on, you know. There's a lot of missionary dating, you know, that happens anyways, where it's kind of like, you know, it's like, well, he's got this cute little thing he does with music. But once we get married, like they already have how your life's going to change all yeah. planned out, and I think it happens both ways. And, and also, you know, just unrealistic expectations, you know, and, and, uh, it, it's, it, that's, that's just such a wrong, uh, it, yeah. you know, it's like, it's like you, you shouldn't marry somebody for who you hope they can become. It's like, no, either, don't, don't fall in love with potential. Don't and, fall in love with the future. And, and, yeah. and, you know, a lot of times, you know, I, I, some of my female friends, especially the young ones, I always tell them like, look, stop dating or, or, uh, trying to marry for someone that you want him to be something else. Yeah. You know, it's like. You know, yes, we all should be growing. We all should be better. Sure. But if he doesn't have the qualities now, yeah, don't marry him and go okay, or start dating him seriously and go okay. I just hope he can get these qualities yeah. now. It's like yeah. no, it's, it's the other way around. Yeah, you they're know? not going to grow out of his ass. But, no, no, <laughs> no, exactly. But I will say, going back to the whole um, 
the tolerating thing. Sure. And I was in a situation where, you know, I was in, in a relationship where it was tolerated. Yeah. And to the point where she wasn't even celebrating my wins. Oh, yeah. Because deep down, I think she kind of wanted me to fail. Yeah, so yeah. I can stop doing this and, yeah. and go and get a real job. Yeah. You know, and um, I'd always kept feeling like we can work things out. We can yeah. work things out. We can work things out. But when she told me, when are you going to grow up? Yeah. That's when I knew. I was like, I don't think this is going to work. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think it's going to work. And it didn't. Yeah. You know, uh, luckily, you know, things, you know, we became good friends now. Probably not after she hears this podcast. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> you know, we have a great son, you know, and, and everything. Everything turned out OK. Sure. But at that point, it was just like, wow, we knew I heard boys and men singing. Like we sure. were at the end of the road. Like this yeah, was yeah. it because I was an actor at the time and I was not going to stop. Sure. I was actually doing very well at the time. Yeah. And it was like, when are you going to grow up? And I was yeah. like, what are, you, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, I yeah. am growing up. Like, this yeah. is what I want to do. Yeah. You know, and the fact that she couldn't see that deep down, I think she, she, I think she was rooting for me. She wanted me. But as a family, I think she saw that there was going to be a disconnect. Conflict, yeah. There was always going to be a disconnect. Yeah. Because she didn't think that way. She didn't have that, that attitude of, or that mindset of being to have that creative, mm-hmm. you know, thing. And so I knew that was always going to be a wall. It was yeah. always going to be a wall there. And so, like you said, I knew I had to find someone sure. that could kind of have that same type of drive. It didn't have yeah. to be the same thing, yeah. but just that same type of drive. Yeah. So they know what that drive looks like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and yeah, I found it. So, so I, uh, so yeah. I'm, I'm thankful that my wife celebrates the, I mean, she's the, she's the first one in the front row singing songs. Mm-hmm. And when we get awards and stuff like that, we got nominated by the Dallas Observer for uh, rock band of the year. Oh, nice. Year. nice. So we're That's very excited about Doma. that. Yeah, toasted yeah. that. I know. I'm very, I, we're really excited about it. I mean, the, the panel of people that, that I, you know, that I suspect, you know, are, are picking that out. They're, you know, industry pros, you know, so it's, it's not like a thing where like, you know, we, we, we see who votes for the most on, you know, whatever, like goes yeah. in and, cause Use that always bought to, to get 50,000 exactly. votes. Yeah. Which is what I'm going to do next time I get into one of those <laughs> so 100%. I'm going to get like 10 million votes. Like I'm going to go so over the top that it'll just be obvious. Cause that'll be funny to me. <laughs> So there was this article that talked about, you know, and it was from a woman's point of view, since I figured we got guys here, we kind of have to get a sure. little woman's point of view, um, was talking about, you know, supporting, you know, someone who has that career driven yep. and that creative driven. And from her standpoint, she was that person in all her relationships mm-hmm. and she could never find a guy that was matching her. So it was the opposite. So she was like, I'm the one that has aspirations. I have a career. And then he's the one that's like, look, you know, just do a nine to five. Let's go get a white picket fence. Like you said, get our 401k. Let's have our two and a half kids. And hey, let's just, (laughs) you know, happy hours, you know, birthday parties. That's that's Uh, our life, you know. And so she was like, for the first time in my life, I'm involved with a partner who hustles matches Mm -hmm. mine. Mm -hmm. He works. I work. He wants to build an empire. And so do I. Yeah. And I think, like you said, if you have that same mentality of like, hey, Mm -hmm. let's go take on the world. Oh, yeah. I think you can make anything work. Sure. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. I think that's the most important thing. I it, I think it's hard to see it when you're dating. I mean, that's the, that's the part I don't envy you guys dating is that I, I don't think I'd have the foresight to see if I if I was, you know, I don't know. Like, like I, you know, it's funny. It's like we, we very quickly like kind of felt like, oh, yeah, this is the right thing. Like we totally got each other early on. But mm-hmm. then we're like, okay, if if I was one of your friends, I would t- if, if I was, you know, my friend, I would tell me you should probably wait six months, you know, to hold off on this and just make sure. And, uh, you know, but, you know, it was like, cause you know, it was like, you know, I, I just, I couldn't imagine getting stuck, you know, stuck in a yeah. place where it was like, 
again, like, does she want me to be something different? Is this really with yeah. their life? You know, not just because of music, but it, my brain thinks like that anyways. Even if I wasn't doing music and in a band, my brain is just always, you know, it's just scattered. It's into so many things, and it needs a challenge. You know? Right. Well, and there's also, it's a it, one of the bad situations as well is a woman who, bless you, Haas, <laughs> uh, is a woman, she falls in love with you, she gets involved with you, everything else, and part of it is like either you own a motorcycle or you have a beard or you're a musician in a band or something like yeah. that. And then once you finally get, you know, locked down, she's like, oh, well, you know, Save he's going to... He's going to cut the beard for the wedding. Right. You know, or, uh, he's a hell no. He, uh, yeah, he'll do this music thing just for another year or so, just to kind of, you know, get it out of his system. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, or, 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 you know, whatever. And that goes also along into other subjects like, you know, he says he doesn't want kids now, but maybe he will. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, uh, it's yeah. either A, falling in love with the person, uh, or an idea of the person, mm-hmm. or the, potential or future of what they might be are all like terrible things to do. Mm -hmm. I think there's no perfect person. I like, there's so many dumbass things that like all the rom-coms have taught people and magazines and everything. It's like, and, and again, it's like all the wrong expectations. Guys definitely have them. I mean, like, you know, guys and what they think, uh, how sex is supposed to work is the worst, like possibly. (laughs) Um, and, and, and then on the other hand, it's like, uh, uh, but but also these ideas about there being soulmates and all this crap. Yeah. Like the the one great the, the the great thing I I would say that I figured out with my wife and I think the reason it works is like we had long given up these dumbass ideas about a soulmate or the perfect person or all that stuff and we'd realized there's just there's a perfect idea of an, an idea like a perfect idea of how you're going to measure your relationship yeah and what your relationship is going to be made out of so it's kind of like. That's outside of you, you know. It's always like if you're if you're trying to, um, you know, wait, you, you know, if you, it's always outside of you. <laughs> but you know, it's like the, the that's the thing. It's like there's just um, there's just a there's a perfect idea of kind of how to measure what yeah. you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But there's no perfect person. I mean, if you if you ever met a perfect person, you're gonna screw them up the day you start dating them. So uh, leave them. Just yeah. let them be perfect. <laughs> yeah. Run away, you know, before you screw them up. Yeah, well, thank God there's no perfect people because if we knew there was someone perfect, we would all leave our relationships because we're going to try to find that perfect person. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. so we, we all need some flaws. Well, uh-huh. I've been uh, kind of anxious to talk about another musician uh, about this theory that I have where, all right, so you can say that our body it transmits a certain frequency. Sure. Right. Uh, you know, these frequencies can correspond to notes. Yeah. So where maybe you're a C major, I'm in, you know, F yeah. major. Right. Now... If I run into another person that maybe their note creates a major fourth or a major mm-hmm. fifth or, you know, uh, a minor third or, sure. or, you know, whatever my chord preference is, if I encounter somebody who falls into that chord structure, yeah. then that's somebody that I'm like harmonically compatible with. Sure. Yeah. That's kind of, you know, just something I haven't thought about uh, turning yeah. into like a dating app or, or whatever. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, I but don't know. Yeah. Like. What do you think about it? Because I think that plays into where you don't have a soul mate. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I agree with you, but there's not just one person that you're yeah. supposed to be with. But I think, you know, using that theory about, you know, harmonic compatibil- sure. compatibility, where if you have a preference for minors, or yeah. wait, no, that came out wrong. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> it, we'll edit that part out. <laughs> Man, here, here we go back. Shout to out to R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. 
you know. Gone from big love to minors. Oh, Man. my goodness. You're all over all the bases. Meth and, and boning waitresses? <laughs> bartenders? Uh, no, where if you, you know, prefer major sevens, mm-hmm. you know, whenever you, then how, if there's a way to identify people who have that harmonic frequency that create that yeah. dynamic. Yeah, you wonder like, if it's something like it's that uh, fundamental to the person. Yeah. 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 Or maybe it's that that basic, you know, yeah. towards uh, just like like chemistry or, or, yeah. or pheromones, except yeah. it's magnetic, literally. Yeah. But, but like you said, when you're dating, sometimes that's just hard because they get masked. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, you know, Chris Rock always says, like you know, you're not dating when you're dating, you're not dating a real person. You're dating a representative. Sure. And so if she has her mindset saying he's the one. Mm-hmm. She's gonna nod her head to everything you say. Oh, you know, yeah. it's like the coming to America, whatever you like, yeah. whatever you like. So it's like I love sports too. Yeah, yeah. yeah I love music. Yeah, I go to all. Yeah, I would go to every event. You know, every concert of yours. Yeah. And then two years in. Yeah. yeah I don't want to go. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Yeah. You know? No, d- no, for sure. I think I think a lot of it gets masked because it, it, we. I think most of the time the problem is is that the other person may you know like we've been putting out who we want people to believe that we are yeah it's not really who we are and then it's like the sooner the other person can figure out who you really are and decide to love you for that person anyways then you really get to that's yes. when you know because it's like whoever you think the person is it's not who they're going to be in the minute that you marry them or that you get conne- you're connected yeah. with them in some kind of committed thing mm-hmm. Each of you becomes something different, anyways. You know, yeah. so it's like you know, the truth the is revealed. Person. Yeah, it's gonna come out. <laughs> the sooner, the better. You know, yeah. it's like sooner you can get past the honeymoon, you can get to the real shit that actually grows and is like the lasting part. You know. Yeah. I mean, I, it, all the all the feeling, all the likes, and all that stuff is all great at first and everything. But I, I, I would say in retrospect that the most, the fulfilling part of it is is the is just looking back at like what I've put her through. <laughs> <laughs> you told you told us a story. You told us a story earlier, and I'm just like, wow. She gets the gold star for being yeah. the coolest down to earth, downest chick ever. Yes. Yes. Oh uh, yes. my yes. goodness. Uh, we, also, uh, before we start the show, we were talking about sex, and we were talking about um, how we think like these the, the newer generation just got it all screwed up, uh-huh. you know. Yeah. And we were talking about porn because yeah. I said this on the podcast before. You know, I didn't start watching porn until I got into sure. like college. Yeah. So yeah. the way I looked at having sex was way different. Yeah. Like I still remember I grew up on the days of like, you know, admiring the girl that walks in the door in slow motion. Sure. You know, the Winnie Coopers of the world. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. You know, you know, uh so I always hear the the music's in slow motion. Yeah. The wind blows. Yeah. Like I grew up as a kid, I watched that. Yeah, so yeah. I thought that's when I knew a girl I liked, like any girl I wanted to hang out with, I had to, that had to happen. Yeah, yeah. I had to see that. Yeah. And I had buddies that when I got to college, it's like, they just want to bone anything uh-huh. that moves. Yeah. They, I don't care if it moves, they fucking it. Yep. Like, that's yeah, what, yeah. And I was never like that. I was like, yeah. no, I, I don't like her. Yeah. I like that one there. That's yeah. the one I want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they would look at me like, man, come on, you can have all these other girls. I'm like, no, I want that one. No, because she made me feel funny. Because the, the light <laughs> yeah. hit her. Right, the right. wind blew her because yeah, that's yeah. what I'm used to seeing in the movies. Yeah. And so I think when we talk about these kids now and like watching porn and how porn yeah. is just really just disrupted the way sure. they look at sex. Makes me feel sorry for women. Like they had like oh. again the, the <laughs> I mean like Don't like, put that in my face. I didn't ask for that. Yeah, the expecta- <laughs> the expectation and the and the and like again, it's like I said, it's it's like I think I think I, I never I never believe that, you know, that any of that was what 
Yeah. But any women, what, any woman, like Star Wars. Like, exactly. you know, there's, there's no real lifesavers. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I wish there were. Yeah. I mean, it sounds. Good. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it would be great if all yeah. I had to do was walk in the door and with I, a pizza. It was a pizza, and then clean the pool. Clothes just blow off. You know. Like, yeah. And, and like everything else. Yeah. Everything yeah, else blows I mean, too. Teenage Sean likes this version. Of course, <laughs> like, you know, like this is this seems like romance to me. Yeah. Or, so. or with all the memes that are running around now, apparently everybody eats ass. <laughs> if, apparently i i i yeah sure that's something where yeah. it's just the, the memes that are running around like everybody does that that yeah it's just that's the way it is now i i yeah there's yeah, it's it's there's there's a lot of dumbass things like i said yes. that again it's like it's like this is not an experiment this is not like a you know what i'm saying like <laughs> yeah. this is not like a like a like a a daredevil experiment where you've got to try <laughs> evil this like, or yeah, something. exactly you try like, this move yeah, is anybody really happy with this? It's like, and 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 if they were, like, that would actually make me think. Yeah, I don't know. If this isn't a. This isn't wife. This isn't wife material. Not wifey material. If she no. likes this. I I don't know. You That's want me to put I'd it where? <laughs> yes. well, it's not supposed to go there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm like, I I don't know. I think there's, I don't know. I th- I think I think it's. I like I said. I feel sorry for the. In general, like I said, the entire dating world seems terrifying to me. It yeah. seems like so it's like a minefield of horrible decisions versus an even more horrible decision and an even more insecure person. And I don't know. It's it's it seems terrible to me. I, I wouldn't be excited. It's, about it's that. amazing for me. And I, I, I <laughs> like I said before, I like to thank all the young millennials for making me still relevant because y'all screwed it up so bad. They're, they're still go, they're going to my age and going, Hey, uh, what you got? Yeah. You know? So thank yeah. you guys. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for screwing it up and making my life a better place. <laughs> setting the bar so low. <laughs> the bar is so low. Man. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. I, I opened know. up a door. It's yeah. over. That's it. I know. That's all I had to do. Yeah. She was ready to marry. Open up the mm-hmm. door. That's it. You know? Yeah. But yeah, no, that, <laughs> that's funny. I, I like, yeah, I, I'd have, I have, I have two daughters and that's all I, th- all I think about is just like, yeah, like what kind of world have we created for you to have to live in? Like, oh, I mean, man. it's like, like, and, and everything's recorded. Yes, yeah. exactly. I mean, all these things, it's like, they're almost like now in the, like my kids, they're young enough to where it's like, they've got to see all these mistakes made yeah. by all this early stuff True. and haven't, you know, you know, it's so. But God, I feel sorry for. I mean, I remember. I, I'll never forget. Like in junior high, like my daughters, like there was going around. Somebody was passing around, you know, whatever. Uh, I don't know if they're dick pics or what, yeah. what it was that was getting passed around. But basically, yeah. they were passing around child pornography. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they didn't think of it that way, but right. they'd pass it around the whole damn school. You know? Oh no, that happens. All like my son. We we have a daughter. Uh, uh, you have a daughter. I have a son the same age, and that happens quite often. And and I think it happened like in junior high one time. Um, someone, uh, one, one kid, I want to say guy, a kid sent another girl, sent a girl, mm-hmm. a dick pic at school and a yeah. grade. And so she actually, you know, uh, did the whole app. I don't know how Apple works, but she did the little, the screenshot. Well, the screenshot, but she did the, the little pointy thing or whatever. And then it hits everybody's phones. Oh yeah. Oh, the airdrop, at, the, airdrop the airdrop at the same yeah. damn time, yes. at the same damn time. Yes. Teacher got it. Everybody oh, yeah. got it, yeah, and yeah. the whole school and got they don't this know guy's who penis. It came from, and it's just it's like there's no way to track down. And oh then, uh, my goodness! Yeah. I'm like, what yeah. a world you guys yeah. live in now. Well, there's another there's another thing too that I don't understand is like, like for instance, I don't ever want to see a video. Or like I don't ever want to record myself having sex uh-uh. or see myself. Like <laughs> I, 
I literally, really? I cannot believe. <laughs> I mean, not face. to turn me on, but that's a that's a phenomenal. I'll never forget. I was in the army when I got a. I got a. I went to college for a bit out at TCU. I went in the army, right? And I'll never forget walking in this room, and one of the soldiers like had recorded himself having sex with this girl that we were in yeah. we were in Korea at the time. And I'm sitting here going like, Are you guys watching a video yeah, yeah, of yourself that. having yeah, sex? Like what? Yeah. Like I don't want to see. Like I can. I'm amazed that women will have sex with us. I don't want to. Yeah, we see look. Me that's what I sex. look like. Yeah. yeah. It's like I don't want to see my face. Like when I sing, I when I sing, like the face that I make in some of the some of the videos and in, in photography. That's that your I sex get face. Back, it, no, it's not. Oh. But that's what I'm saying is like if it's that bad, like when I'm singing, like I yeah. look like like I'm like choking on a hairball or about to like have like a little diarrhea face right, kind right, of right. thing, yeah. you know, going. It's like I definitely don't want to see myself. In the middle okay, well of then, in the throes of passion. Then, then let me <laughs> yeah, that, let me ask that you. Look, yeah, and like a lot of people video this. No thing, one looks like, pretty. First of all, watch this. Yeah, no one looks pretty. Everyone yeah. has sex faces. Uh, it ain't pretty. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but uh, so question then: What activities would you actually film yourself doing then, and why? <laughs> By yourself, you mean? No, no, no. I just mean just in <laughs> like. In life, like, would you film yourself with a GoPro kayaking? Would you, like, do it skydiving? Would you film yourself at work, like, doing tips or how-tos? Like, sure. when would you film yourself and why? Because th- then I'd also like to know, it's like, why wouldn't you film yourself having Some, sex? Well, it's, it'd be something I want to promote. It's definitely, I mean, like, you know, for I me. I don't want to see the crack of my ass in yeah, the middle of sex. No. I don't, don't want to see no one's, I don't want to see no, no guy's ass. And uh, then I don't want to see mine either. No, no, I don't. I, yeah, I don't. I mean, and, and again, it's kind of like, you know, the... Like I said, I can't believe like I can't believe that women will have sex with us. Given like I mean how this all looks yeah, down not here. Pretty. Yeah, no. this this bag of lunch meat down here. Like like <laughs> I can't believe that this that we get to do anything with this. Well, it's like, <laughs> it goes back to porn. Like I I, I do the lesbian porn and the POV porn. I, I, that's it. I don't want to see another dude. I don't want to see his face. I don't want to see his ass. Like I don't want to see any of that. Like I want to pretend like he's not there. Yeah, you know, yeah. Some, a robot's doing everything. You know, it's yeah. like I. So no, I I, I you know I've always thought about like, well, I want to film it. Oh shit, I gotta be in it. Yeah, nah, I don't want to try. Yeah, no, I, I never want, want to see that again. I want to delete it immediately. <laughs> yeah, I don't do that. <laughs> Jeez. Well, I, but what if it's like uh, you know, like I was trying to say, like if you went kayaking or like if you went to the top of Mount Everest, sure. Would you not take a video or a film of yourself like going up the last few steps, saying I climb Mount Everest? If I'm fucking yeah. on top of Mount Everest, yes. <laughs> That's a good no, point. But <laughs> I'm that, just, that, I might make an exception. Be like, I'll fuck know, up I don't know. Yes, if I can even survive. But I, well, that's, you know, that's a weird you, thing about the promotion thing. And I, you know, my like my wife is a photographer. So, like one of the songs I sang on the Facebook Live thing is like, you know, she um, uh, she saves every moment in a picture, every fading ray of sunshine. It's like she's, it's like she takes a lot of pictures. And my mom took tons of pictures. I mean, my mom has a whole treasure trove of pictures of birthday cakes and pies and oh, stuff yeah, like yeah, yeah, like yeah. why what are they i don't know what she does with all of them you know mm-hmm. but like but but now and now you have this phenomena that you know that you've grown up in more than we have i mm-hmm. think but you know it's like this thing of you take pictures of all these events like you're marking your life like your whole life yeah. chronology is mm-hmm. laid out on this on this you know, on, on social media, literally a timeline. It is. Yeah. It's like your whole life is on there. You know, it's like when you die, all that guys hit play on the slideshow on Facebook. And yeah. there's, watch, there's the yeah. whole deal. Watch everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But, um, but you know, I don't know. Like I, I don't know. It's a strange thing. I don't know if it, I, people badmouth it and think it's 
I, I, there is a part of it that you want to share. Like you, like you love the idea of people seeing, like I love seeing my friends when they're traveling Europe or someplace. Yeah. I love travel. I'm fascinated with history. I mean, I hate it when people post political crap and when they post religious crap, yeah. you know? Um, but I, so that to me is the only thing that you shouldn't document on social media and post, but I, I'm not opposed to posting those things like your accomplishments, your try, the things that you, you feel positive about. I don't think it's as deceptive. People say, well, yeah, it's just a snippet of their life. And you should know that because you should be a fucking adult and know that, <laughs> yeah. of course, you're not going to post like filed bankruptcy today. Look at these, like, you know, like t- totally got over my head in debt, lost my job or, you know, I have no clean draws to wear. So I'm just going to free ball <laughs> yeah. today. Sorry. Like, yeah. Last also, <laughs> like they don't eat avocado toast every day. You know, they don't go to the beach like every day. And it's, you know, it's funny. I like, sometimes I like food pictures, but then it makes me want to eat that food. And so that's the yeah, problem I, with it. I'm but, super guilty of like food pictures yeah. and then also airplane wing pictures. Sure. Uh, cocktail pictures. Mm-hmm. I, I used to be big on food. Like there was about 2013. I was big on taking pictures of, of everything, especially when I made it myself. Sure. And then I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I, I don't. I don't have a problem with it necessarily. Yeah. I like a lot of people. Like just got, there was a phase of I remember everyone making fun of everybody that was posting food pictures yeah. and everything, and then all of a sudden the politics started coming, in and then people were like, "Man, I wish people would just go, go back you to, go back to cats, food. cats, cats, babies, <laughs> cats and food and, photos." Yeah, but so so I, I'm not I'm not opposed to posting up those things that are those highlights. I just think that like the 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 idea to me of ever wanting to like look back on me having sex. Literally look back. On you you know what I'd be afraid of is the next time I'm having sex that I'd be imagining that picture and I wouldn't what be angle? able to function. Oh, what angle? You're like, ooh, that's a bad angle. Yeah, I'd be, wanna... I'd be, I'd be oh. like, I'd be, I'd be remembering my face in the video and be like, I, I can't. This, it just stopped working. Also, you I, fix I your can't. face. You like, you like trying to like not not make the look anymore. You try and to that's, your face. That's when you get to the low point. When you get to the real low point. When you're just starting to work on that face. You're like, hang on, I gotta work on this. I gotta work on my yeah, sex face to... here. I gotta work on my. If I, if I. If I could just inhale a little bit more or something. Yeah, you're working on your sound. You're just like, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. You start singing it. Yeah. Oh, girl. Oh. Like, you just kind of try to make it sound not like, oh. It, that would be the ultimate vanity, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be the new low point for vanity is I when will you start perfecting that per- Perfecting, will, Perfecting your quote-unquote end zone dance? I will yes. say one time. Uh, low n- point. Not, not too long ago, I heard myself make a noise. I was like, that was the creepiest yeah. Nastiest sound. I was like, I hope she didn't hear that. It was like, a, I was like, oh. it was like, I said, what the hell? Was, did I cry out my mouth? I was yeah. like, where did it come from? It's like, yeah. it just came out. I was like, oh. yeah. I, I was yeah. like, man, she heard that. There's nothing sexy about oh. I know. No. Like, I know. oh. It so, sounds like you're playing like Ozzy Osbourne's records backwards. <laughs> yeah, and so to see that again, so it's like we sat and watched it and yeah. eat popcorn. No. And I was like, can we fast forward a little bit? It's like when you, you know, like in, in sports, and like you have to go watch the film. And watch you the know, tapes. And you know you screwed up. Yeah. You're like, oh, here comes that part. Yeah. We, we, hope, we hope we fast forward the part. And then they keep rewinding over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't no. I don't, I, I don't like documented mm-hmm. sex. I'm, yeah. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep it up here. Way more fun up there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because up here, I'm, I'm amazing really up here. Good. Oh, yeah. I'm a, oh, I'm amazing in my head. <laughs> and I just black out all the parts that weren't amazing, which is only yeah. 95% of it. Well, yeah. No, we're not going to talk about that part. Yeah. We're not talking about it. It's all about the beginning and the end. That's, that's all I care about. Right, exactly. <laughs> I, I think the most awesome thing in, I, I think the most, the, I, I think the best way that, that, like, there's such pressure on, I think, both people because of expectations for a yeah. lot of things. And it's like, Man, if you can get to a place where you get beyond all that and you just get to honestly not not be that good at it, but try to get better and figure it out together. Yeah. That's a really beautiful thing. Yeah. And I think it is it's kinda like 
I, I just think that, you know, again, this is, this is a kind of a, not so sentimental, but kind of, I just think that every single person needs to have somebody that loves them when they suck. Yeah. That's when it feels, that's when, that's when you get better. And that's when you, you that's when it means the most, yep. you know, like this morning, like I said, I'm driving my wife. I'm like, thank you for being by me when I'm such a dumbass. Like I drag you into some stupid shit. Yeah. We're trying to find a power washer coupling for some, so we can blow some cupcakes <laughs> off some concrete. Like, how did you get into this life? You know, that's like, love, man. That, that, I know. That's love. And I always say this to people. I said, you know, whenever they have a big, that, that first big argument, I always say now the relationship begins. Yeah. You know, yeah, sure. and and when one person loses their job or when somebody gets injured, I'm like, okay, now the yeah. relationship begins. Yeah. Because some shit hit the fan now. Oh, yeah. So yeah. you'll start seeing the true colors. Yeah. For not sure. somebody's actually got to sacrifice or they've got to compromise or they have to take on some more, you know, mm. workload or they, yeah. yep. They have to commit. They have to contribute. Yeah. And they do it just like that without even like, without a blink of an eye. Yeah. You got you one. Yeah. yeah. You got you yeah. one. But you have those that reluctantly do it. Yeah. And they're like, okay, I'll do it for, they'll set their stopwatch. Yeah. I'll do it for 10 days. Yeah. After that, it better be, I better be back to my regular life. Oh, yeah. Because if not, uh, we're going to have a problem. Yeah. Or their uh, Facebook status changes to, uh, it's complicated. Ooh. Well, well and, and, and and don't you think that, I mean, do you guys not feel this too? Is like, you know, having been through relationships and everything like that. Um, don't you, don't you feel like, like people's attitude today is kind of like, it's it's like a four hundred one k. It's like you, when you get when you have a four hundred one k, you put in money, mm-hmm. and you're fully expecting like if I put in a hundred thousand dollars, there's not just gonna be a hundred thousand dollars sitting there. It should right. be three hundred thousand or whatever. You mm-hmm. know, like I'm putting in expecting three times what I'm getting out of this, right? And then if it's not, if that hundred thousand isn't doing that, if I'm not getting out three times the amount, then I'm gonna start pulling back the amount that I'm investing. If I'm smart, mm-hmm. if it's performing that badly, you know. But I think people treat relationships the same way, and I think that is such a destructive thing. Yeah. yeah. Because it's like, I'm going to give to you as long as I get I'm getting back a bigger return because it makes me feel so good. About, but as soon as I stop feeling good about myself, I'm going to put less effort into this. Ooh. And that's a 50-50 bullshit. It's like, look, I'm not going into a business relationship with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've that- decided you're worth 100% of what the best I got when I can give it. And the other person thinks the same way, you know, so that's, yeah. that's my big, that's real that's, wisdom that, right there. That's my gentlemen. big, lo- that's my big love fest, you know, saying well, that's here, real wisdom right there. Here's <laughs> how, here's how I'll put it into, into, into business terms. If you, if you want it, but the way that I equate it is whenever there's a downturn in the market, people freeze up their marketing budgets. Mm-hmm. They think that the marketing budget is the, is the least important. Yeah. yeah. And First so they, they cut that. Whereas doubling down on your marketing dollars, putting in more effort into, you know, putting yourself in front of, you know, improving your image, you know, making yourself better will actually give you more sales, which Mm. is is, is what you need. And I think that's the, that's the counter to the the situation that you're talking about where, you know, whenever times are tough, that's when you like roll up your sleeves and you're like, all right, you know, this is, that's when the relationship starts and that's when you can show what you're made of. And if you haven't been through that before you get married or before you commit, then it's like most people will not do that. Yeah. They will pull back the minute that they stop feeling. And they just pull back a little and it happens incrementally. And then two people, it's like everybody's relationships will never hear about the problems of it at my age is is always the same thing. You know, it's, it's not that unique. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah. and that's something that i i found out the hard way is that nobody's special mm-hmm. like every story has already been told yeah you know it's a, it's a variation on the theme yes yeah, yeah. as christina said last week we all gone through some shit yeah <laughs> you know we all got our own shit we all gone through some shit yeah and so your shit is not any more shitty than mine yeah, like yeah. We, we all gone through some shit yeah. you know i mean you say peanuts i say corn you know 
whatever. <laughs> Someone promised me a song, and I want to hear something. Well, you know, I've <laughs> already tried to sing you some lullabies, and you you, mm-hmm. you kind of shut me down a few times. But luckily, we've got a trained professional in the building. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, we do. So, uh, yeah. yeah, we're going to call in that, that favor for a song. Uh, yeah. Know, what are you playing? Yeah, I'll play a little snippet of, there's a song called Goodbye Letter on our new record. And a goodbye letter is when, uh, you know, I was in the Army and, you know, other Arm, you know, armed forces people know those are is just a letter you write to your family before you head off to whatever, right? So, when we're imagining this space album, you know, and about the astronauts going into outer space, we, we're like, you know, what if they, what, what kind of letter would they write? Just imagining writing that letter to your family and having to think through that possibility. But uh, anyway, so that's that's what this song is about. It's from our new album, In Event of Moon Disaster. Oh, he's going to do it live for us right here. He has a guitar right here. He's going to do it live right here. So this is the first time I think we've had a, a live performance on the podcast. This is the very first. You're uh, yeah. exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. Exclusivo del mundo. All right. Oh, hey, it's all you now. I bet they never taught you how to read a letter quite like this. I wish it taught me how to appreciate the things I surely miss. And so we run never grow cold. We had the kind of love that can't be broken, bottles sold. That was amazing. <laughs> that was freaking phenomenal. Hey, I, I think that's the best way to end the show, man. I, I think couldn't that, think of a better way. Yeah. Um, thank you so much, Sean, for coming out. Yeah, One man. more time, tell everybody where they can find you on your social media sure. and Spotify and all where that Where your stuff. next gig is. Yeah, you bet. Yeah, so you can go to cutthroatfinches.com, and uh, you can you can sign up to get uh, updates on shows that we're doing. Um, you can find us on, of course, all the streaming uh, media and everything, and uh, look for us in vinyl. If you're a vinyl record collector, I mean, I would definitely, I would love for you to buy our record and uh, connect with what we're doing. So, but our next show is going to be uh, October 19th at the Arts Goggle in Fort Worth, and then back here on the 25th in Dallas at the Twilight Lounge. Awesome, awesome. So, uh, get it, get it, love it. It's amazing. You heard it for your first, so you know that he is putting it down. And uh, I want tickets to the next show, by the way. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> All right. Uh, so be sure to follow us on I'll Have a Double Podcast on Instagram. Also, I'll Have a Double on Facebook. And catch us in all of your podcast world, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, everywhere you find your podcasts, we will be there. I'm Juan B. I'm J-Rod. We will see you next week. Hello, Sean. See y'all later. <laughs> see ya. <laughs>